Hello, everybody, and welcome to the to-do list. So this is the last episode on Eurovision 2023. It is done. The grand finale is over. We have a winner. And so in this last episode, we talk about the winner, you know, who did really well during the night, who may have had some problems, just general reactions, and we just close it out here. So yes, it is the end of Eurovision 2023. What a crazy ride it was. It was a really strange year. So with that, let's discuss. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Camberly, and this is the, the To Do List Special Edition. It is a special uh, edition. Yes, it is. It <laughs> Very is much so. The, the last of it. So this is the. This is it until next year. This is talking about the finale, the grand finale, and you know, for those who. You're probably not listening to this if you're not into Eurovision, but we're back to our regular programming soon. Uh, unless they were inspired because they saw the special editions were like, oh, what is this Eurovision? No, I, I think, have to find I out about it. some people are like, uh, <laughs> that's okay, just give it. Well, but we but get some a people lot love of hits it, yeah. on it. We get a lot of hits on it. And part of it is we just love doing it. So we're going to keep putting out content we love. So this is it. And yes. we love the Eurovision parties, even though we are not. Well, we are technically now part of Eurovision because we're part of the rest of the world. Yes, the rest of the world vote, which is kind of disappointing because they put the results out for the jury votes versus the uh, popular vote or whatever you call it, yeah. the tele, televote. televotes. And the rest of the world, they just apparently chose Israel. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> and um, power of the unicorn. <laughs> and they didn't tell who they didn't break it down by country, which As I guess yet. is a lot of work. But it's like, come on, I want to know who did what because I'm going to hold you accountable. Oh, but what if it's the United States? It probably that, is. Like, it's guaranteed I mean, it's the United States because after seeing the American Song Contest, it would not surprise me. Why you got to go after New Book Goofin like that? No, that like, didn't uh, even make it as far no, as it, it came should have. back because, because, and this is the problem compared to Eurovision Song Contest versus the America Song Contest. They had it where, and we're not trying to get into the juries, but they had it in the United States that a jury automatically decided somebody to move forward in the competition, yeah. which I would even argue is a lot of power for a jury. So, Too much power. So, is, is what they did. a whole mess. And so, but, but then they let the poppy roll get new Buku back in. But that's either here or there. That's because that thing's basically dead because it was so horrible. For now. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm not surprised that the U.S. would choose Unicorn because I saw the entries that made it through in the American Song Contest. So that's true. So <laughs> we we've gone too far in this co- in this um, recording so far without giving our congratulations mm-hmm. and our kudos to mm-hmm. Sweden, mm-hmm. Lorraine. Congratulations on your win. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a, I'm clapping. <laughs> I'm, I'm clapping because the 50th anniversary of ABBA is next year, and so it will just happen to be in Sweden. Isn't that interesting? So. Congratulations <laughs> to Sweden because some people may not know this. Next year is the 50th anniversary of ABBA winning, and they look they're like they're still known today. People love ABBA. It's just a big coincidence. It's, and that's that's interesting. It, it's interesting. Is that all you have to say on that? It's interesting. I I will address. I'll address that more. And we're not trying to diminish anyone's win. I actually no, we're am, not. Um, but it is. I mean, it would be foolish not to bring up the controversy of it. Yes, and it and is it's a controversy. Very controversial right now. And um, there's always a lot of hard feelings when people's favorites don't win. To be fair, there's always hard feelings. I think this year it takes it a little bit further, just because there's a lot of coincidences and a lot of differences between the televote versus the jury. And also, from my understanding, I know you're more of a facts guy. But more from the perspective that not one country 
gave their like full 12, 12 points, points from the public from the televote yes sweden which is just very telling and mostly went to finland and i think a lot of people were and then there in, was the, in the corner of finland and then there yeah. was israel because and israel I mean, was in there regardless we, <laughs> if you think about it she was in the mix for sure but i think finland would have been uh, if the jury didn't have as much power, I think Finland would have been in the rightful winner. We we can't rightful. We can't yeah, if if it was a different scenario. And that's a big if. I guess I what I would say is I did read some articles basically on how Eurovision Song Contest would have changed if it was without a jury and purely off a televote. And the most recent change in history I had seen was the year Duncan Lawrence won with Arcade. That that win actually would have gone to Norway with Spirit in the Sky. So. There's that debate about what's more important. I mean, I actually feel as though I'm a little bit... I feel for Lorraine to a degree, because I actually don't necessarily hate the song. And after what I found myself singing it on the streets. I mean, I took the Eurovision party to the streets. Because it's meant to be fun. It's not meant... I mean, I understand people are passionate. Um, but I also understand that in the end... I don't know, given the situation, let's just say hypothetically speaking, mm -hmm. that Lorene did not win the jury votes and that she won the popular vote. I think given the ABBA coincidence, I think people would have said, oh, that voting was rigged. And already I've seen things online saying that the site went down, this, this, that. So part of, part of me feels for her in that I don't think there's a way she could have won this year given the ABBA coincidence without being and being a previous winner without being quote unquote questioned. So I just say congratulations because it is what it is no, and no, in the no, end. I get that. I no no no. I completely understand that, but to be fair, I think there's just a lot of hurt feelings when you saw how many points went from the crowd. And I feel there's an outcry for people to have that the jury should have less influence. Like I think a lot of people have been saying they should get one third. Uh, and then two-thirds go to the, the televoters. I think it's just... It, it was very lopsided. Uh, I think I think people are a little bit disgruntled and, and skeptical of, of being controlled and of having other people in control. What I would say, though, is based on televote, Sweden did get the number two out of yeah. televotes. The reason why she actually won was because the disparity um, or the advantage that she had from the jury yes that was great enough to let her sail through however she she could have lost she very well could have if finland had won more or if she had been less well received if case in point israel if israel had garnered more of those votes votes away from sure. sweden she could have no. um i think and this is why the people's winner i guess we'll have to acknowledge this is the person the, the country that got the most votes yeah. from the the i will say the public was Finland. Yeah. And it was obvious watching it that, that Finland, the energy was odd. He was having a good time. I think it was very interesting that Norway, when they were giving away points for the juries, Norway gave its 12 points to um, Korea from mm -hmm. Finland. And that was one of the few countries that did because, as we said, the juries were overwhelmingly in favor of Sweden. Yeah. And there was a chant for Korea after. There was also a chant for cha-cha-cha numerous sure. times. Um, it, it, was, it was obvious that the, the people have spoken. Favorite. He, he was, was a crowd Very favorite. much the, the people's win. And it was just very obvious this year. I'm not sure in the past if it has been this obvious. It was just... It was, it was very much so. The thing is, even... Obvious in what way? That Sweden was going to win? Or obvious well, that obvious people... obvious that Sweden like was going to win from day one. But beyond that, good thing they didn't bring up the ABBA thing. Because that would have made it uh, people more angry beforehand. But I think part of it was that, I guess... The discrepancy between, I think that's what it, it, I think this was dramatic. 
especially the points how many got like 364 or something 376 76 points it was huge when his numbers were released i just feel like it was it was an interesting year hers were 243 yeah oh i'm I'm not arguing that hers were pretty big as well it, it was just a very interesting year in, in, in a lot of ways, because even some of the big hitters were at the bottom. It was just one of the strangest years I've, uh, years I've ever seen. But before we move on to that, I just want to say in the end, I think, you know, Finland's going to get a lot from this. Yes. Sometimes you don't always have to win the title to be a big winner. Not saying the winner, a big winner in yes. this. He's, his song is everywhere, all over the charts in Europe. I think it's even hitting in the U.S., Guy, it's on Spotify and it's rising. He's he's gonna do well. It's a good song. It's a fun song. He's a fun performer and just seems like a really decent guy. And I think he's the big winner and I, in a lot of ways. And I, unfortunately for her, she's getting a lot of backlash and people just digging up all these things from history and just kind of being jerks about it. And so it, it's kind of well, that's, that's the a lot. danger you get when you're quote unquote shoved down people's throats. Uh, yeah, end quote. True. And I'm not. That's not to say that's what's happening, but I hear you, and I actually agree with you. Kimberly and I had this conversation off air, and we discussed about we made it about drag, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be the winner to have the biggest career, and I think the difference is Laureen had a career before this as a Korea, but I think that her scope or the breadth of her reach, people knew her more because she had won. She had won in twenty twelve. Yeah. So because of that, I think that she was known and and was already established to a degree. Yeah. He's established more in Finland, but I do think the scope of people, more people know about him, and I think of that course. he will he has gained fans from this. Whereas I don't know that, and that's my big hang up, and why I kind of I, I didn't necessarily like Tattoo as a song. I don't know. I didn't want to follow her on Instagram. I didn't necessarily like be oh I need to research all of her other music yeah. because she didn't inspire me she didn't gain me as a fan right. whereas I would say Korea did and I think that I'm not alone in that I think Korea really did by the exposure from Eurovision sure. and the energy he brought and the enthusiasm I think he gained more fans so in that what what she got she didn't get money for this she got a trophy and Sweden gets to host so that's what I mean I think the principle is why people are a little sure. bit more annoyed but also in the end He's going to be alright. He's going to be okay. It's <laughs> kind of like, I look at it like, as for me, the go-away effect. Where basically, like, nobody even heard of go-away. And then all of a sudden, they became huge afterwards. And, and people still talk about them and that wonderful performance. Where it's kind of like, it really helped their career. To the point where she had mentioned she was overwhelmed at first. It was just like, this was never supposed to happen. We're not, this is traditional Ukrainian music put to a beat. We're not supposed to be this popular. So I think he's a little bit more prepared because I think she's more of an introvert and he's more of an extrovert. But it's the it's that kind of go-away effect. If people love you enough, even if the juries aren't going to support you, the fans are if they like it. And they're going to have, he's going to have, he has a great career coming ahead. So, but, I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, those were the two big winners in that, my, my realm as far as Sweden and Finland were the big winners. But the reason why I brought that up yeah. is because ironically enough, Eurovisionworld.com with their stats didn't do as well. I looked at May 1st. The reason why is to hold them accountable to when we actually about made our predictions. Camberley's pick of the top fives and my pick of the top five, we were both at 20% because we both only picked Sweden. uh, Sorry, we both only picked Finland (laughs) of ours to actually be there. Um, Eurovision. That's not what I picked. What I picked was my favorites. Yes. So it wasn't who I thought would win. I know who was going to win. But of our favorites. Only 20% of our personal oh, yeah, favorites yeah, made it absolutely. in. Whereas Eurovisionworld.com only got two right. 
yeah. based on their stats from May 1st. Now, given they're at an advantage because they like ebb and flow as time goes on and constantly are monitoring everything, but they only got Sweden and Finland right. Because they it actually, weird. it was weird also it was a because weird year. the other three that on May 1st Eurovision World, EurovisionWorld.com thought would be there were Ukraine, who did not get in the top five. Mm-hmm. France, which yeah. did not get in the top no, she five, did not. and Spain, which did not oh get the top God. five. So I just bring that up just to say, a this year was whoa. Even it if was. you go back in time, professionals, if they and that was part of the Sweden backlash is people had said that Sweden was picked to win even before the song was selected. So that caused a little bit of the quote unquote controversy. <laughs> but even taking that into account. Eurovision world didn't get it right. There were some things that could not be predicted, um, such as those three I mentioned in the top five. That was a mess. I mean, the whole thing was just strange. Um, I just, I think really for the big five, that's where a lot of where I was confused. And so I'm kind of looking at that a little bit first. Like, I'm looking at UK. Okay, <laughs> let's start with UK. They expected her to be in the top ten. I thought she could pull it off. And here's the thing. There's a lot of reasons why I don't think it did well. And the thing is, it was, it was a good song. It was a good song. It was catchy. The problem that the UK has, and the only example that goes against that in recent times is Sam Ryder, of course. They tend to choose people who are really good in studio and do great studio songs, but they don't have the charisma or the vocals on stage. She just did not have the vocals. She did do better, though, than I expected. She did better, but... I've seen rehearsals. It wasn't like... they like Sam Ryder owned that stage when he went on it. They need people who are powerhouses who can pull it off in a studio and on stage. It just, it was a letdown. She, it was a letdown. She tried, but I will say, and this is the part that surprised me, was she was actually more popular with the jury than she was with the popular vote. Yeah. Which is the reverse of what I actually expected. Because I actually thought the jury might ding her a little bit. Yeah. And the people would glom onto her, but they did not. Now, I don't know if it's the... I don't know that anti-UK quote-unquote sentiment is real. It, it doesn't matter to me. Sam Ryder proved is, it's not true. He did, yes. Um... Part of it is she just people had people talk. They they go online, they talk, they watch the you know performances or the rehearsals. She wasn't singing that well. She wasn't. She doesn't have the it factor, and it that's a problem. Uh, and the staging was kind of. Uh, I, I don't think she. So the bottom for I, mean, I don't think we're giving any spoilers because it's all out there publicly known. Um, the bottom five. In, in total of all were Germany, UK, Serbia, Portugal, and Albania. Mm-hmm. For me, UK was kind of the biggest surprise. Um, yeah. Germany was to a degree. Germany was just because... Okay, here's where they went wrong, though. They, it, what, I love... No, 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 no. This I just is, find it funny because you're going to tell Germany where I'm they went wrong. Tell, well, Germany has a bad track record, track record in general. times in general. No matter what, they keep switching up styles, hoping something will stick, and it's just not happening. So, it, it's interesting. I feel like Lord of the Lost is well known, especially in that region, and to people who like heavy metal bands and gothic and industrial. Thank whatever. you. <laughs> I like your clarification so they don't come after you. It's that umbrella <laughs> yes, genre. Yes. And the thing is, I'm just imagining a bunch of industrial goths coming after Campbell and Pitchforks. I don't think they're listening. <laughs> I kind of hope they are. If you are, shout out. And I also still want you to meet with Noah Carroll to talk about her unicorn dance break. No. I, I, there are two, two groups of people I need to listen to no, this. The industrial goths and Noah Carroll. They wouldn't because I clarified. But So it's like, I feel like they, I thought that this would do better because Germany's just, they never put anything that people are like, yeah. And because this music's known in that region and like Finland and all that, it's like, okay, this will, this will do better. 
I was really surprised by how low it did. But you know what's interesting is they did a cover of Cha Cha Cha, yep. and I just listened to it. Dare I say it's almost better than the original? And and not oh, wow. because no, not because he's bad. Part of it's his charm and the staging, and it's a great song. But the lead singer of Lord of the Lost does have some decent notes that in it. That dude can sing for that type of music. And yeah. so listen to it if you get a chance. Lord of the Lost does a cover of Cha Cha Cha, and he <laughs> just does a great job. I'll say it's actually. From a musicality point of view, it elevates it a little bit more, and it's just interesting. <laughs> it's interesting the disparity between Lord of the Lost sings cha cha cha. It's just yeah. such a funny disparity it between is, the two. But what I liked about it is, and it actually made me think for a second, where I went, "Wait a minute, this is where Germany went wrong." In my opinion, this song "Blood and Glitter" was too slow. If they had gone with a more metal song that was fast. I think people would have liked him better. Listening to them do Cha Cha Cha, I went, why did you choose this other piece? I think it wasn't Lord of the Lost as much as they didn't choose what makes them Lord of the Lost. Like, more... Have the right song. Right, this song. A faster metal song, I think, would have done that. Which goes into the nuance of Eurovision, I will say. Some people succeed because of who they are, Mm -hmm. and some people succeed or fail based on the song themselves. I would argue that Lorene, part of her success is who she was. I would argue Lord of the Lost, they are a name. Yes, they are. But what I'm hearing from you is you feel part of their um, lack of success was due to the song they chose, that they're name enough, especially in Eurovision, because I don't know how many Lord of the Lost fans are really watching Eurovision. Right, how many metal fans are watching Eurovision? You know what I mean? So right there, you kind of have a problem, too. I do have to give Lord of the Lost their props, though, because they were the first, um, they were the 21st act to perform, and they were the first one to say, to say scream for me, Liverpool. So for that, <laughs> thank you, Germany. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Lord you, of the Germany. Lost, for giving us the sound thank of desperation you. we look for. They, <laughs> given their placement, I guess maybe they knew something we didn't, and maybe they knew they had to I ask for that I scream. I think they knew that they weren't gonna do as well but it brings up a good point with Eurovision sometimes I think people will put a song in thinking they're catering to the Eurovision audience Mm -hmm. and it is better to stay true to who you are and I think maybe I don't know their music that well but I think they would have done better in in some cases because I think we when we look at the top five which were Sweden Finland Israel Italy and Norway Mm -hmm. those do you feel that some of those were catering to the Eurovision audience and I'm crafting. I'm not saying they're not. It's just sometimes it works for some people and other times it doesn't. Whereas I think you would ins- I think the illusion or the insinuation mm-hmm. I think I'm meaning from you is that Finland actually stayed true to who he was. Oh yeah. I have no doubt of that. And it just <laughs> happened to be a crazy catchy song. But you know that's just me. Um, looking also I mean okay I was shocked by Spain. Yeah. Spain was in my top five. I love it. was your number one. You love that one. one. It was number one. And here's the thing. I knew this, and I'll also bring in Serbia, who's not top five. I knew these two songs would be polarizing. And part of it is Spain, I've heard the same thing. You either love it or you hate it. You know? And it just... I'm surprised the jury didn't give it as much props. They really kind of were like... And she was one of the best female singers of the night. So I was like, what? They, They weren't anti it. They put her right around Czechia. Right, and as far as points, like around 95 points, whereas Chucky had 94. So it was... It was just shocking. Five points from the televotes. Yeah. It just, it was, I think that was one of the biggest upsets of the night. I didn't expect it to win, but I didn't expect it to 
tank as much as it did. I, I was shocked. I was I was actually shocked by Austria. So as far as televotes go, I, I mean, Spain at five, I was surprised, but not entirely, because Camberley had mentioned how polarizing that is. Yeah. UK I was surprised by, because yeah. I didn't think it would be that unpopular, yeah. given how catchy it was. Portugal didn't surprise me, because I see it more as a theatrical piece. I love how she sold it. I really... Oh, she's amazing. She came out there, and she was she came to play. She was she, even better she, last it, night than... In the semifinal. In the, than the semifinal. But she yeah. also didn't have a good position because Camberley had done the research on where oh the God, good and bad slots are. Death section. If you are in spot two or three, it's just. Ugh. But the one that surprised me probably even more was Austria. I thought, po, 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 po. Who opened the night? Neither the jury nor the. the uh, actually, the fans. The fans only gave it 16 it was points. boring. I'm going to yeah. say I love the number. The staging let them down. And I, we, I said this before. I will say it one more time. If you come in with something that cheeky. I mean, like, think about it. Like Norway last year was Subwoofer. They did not let us down with their stupidity. In that, it's like. <laughs> and you mean that in the kindest the, possible the best way. way? Because I hated that song. And I, uh, they sold it so well. I was like, you know what? You got me. In the end, I was like, this is what I'm asking for. And the thing is, if you're going to do something very tongue-in-cheek or, you know, like they were, which is a little bit more intelligent than, you know, eating grandma, um, it you need to back it up with something interesting. People, because uh, I did research afterwards, and people were angry because they said it was so boring. The staging was so boring and anticlimactic was such a fun song, and the video was so great. They're like, where are the middle-aged men? In yeah, city? apparently that's what you need to win. Middle-aged men. Well, they just needed Dancing. to bring parts Badly. of your video into it because it, the video was so much fun, and this just wasn't fun. It wasn't fun to watch, and that's the problem, and I think that's what hurt Austria. Good song, poor staging. So that's just me. That's just me. You also had wanted to say something about Serbia. I love Serbia. I know most people are like, ugh, but... I love it for what it is. It's an art piece. It's I do think he did better, actually, in the grand fan final than he, he did. did in the semifinal. There's still mic problems, and apparently now people are saying it's not just Peacock. Oh, apparently really? there was mic pro there's problems with the whole sound system <sighs> because they said the balancing was wrong in the arena. They needed to fix the sound problem. I don't get it. UK, you should be good at this. You're one of the powerhouses in the music industry. Come on, you have sound people, but whatever. I think he was a victim of that. Also, it's a lot of easy singing it's not difficult it's a lot of whispering but as an art piece like performance art it's still my favorite i still watch that video every once in a while just because i find it so amazing and that hello has to do with the sims by the way that's why he does that so it's, it's a video game it's very I interesting don't... he has a very interesting mind <laughs> why are you telling me about the hell or are you telling the audience i'm about telling the both but okay. i know that you go i hate that part no actually i, I hate the, the sims oh the I, laugh the <laughs> Yeah. I, that I don't. That's just no. video games. I, I, that I don't care. I don't want to listen to. It. I know. But, I do. Well, and so that one I actually did my research. Now that the grand final has finished, yeah, they actually did give us some stats in the semifinals. I did find there were two countries mm -hmm. that got zero points in their semifinal. Those two are Romania and San Marino. Yeah. So there's that. But actually, sell. the reason why I reference <laughs> this is because I had mentioned in our. <laughs> Are you talking about that guy chasing you on the dance floor and sniffing you like chasing an animal? Chasing you on the dance floor and then that guy walking around in um, Boy Scout shorts with the shirt open getting black paint a on look. him. It was That's performance art on a bad level. Serbia was on a good level. I didn't feel as threatened by... It was um, all creepy. I, I, oh, wait. No, no, no. Oh, Serbia was creepy no, on a good creepy level. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, it was cool. That was like some weird acid trip. No. Those two. Those Romania two. and The San reason Marino. why I'm referencing this in reference to Serbia is because Serbia was the one and I had mentioned this in our evaluation of semi-final one that I was upset-ish about Latvia and yeah. Latvia was the one that 
almost made it in the yeah, most. It, it actually had 34, and Serbia had 37, and yeah. he was the one who made it in. I, I'm less mad, but I just mean, you know, he, he made it in. He did do better in the grand yeah. final, and actually, he obviously did not end up as low as Germany and UK. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that. That's pretty good for art piece that's kind of like, what is this? Like, people were like, what? It's just, I think it went over the head of most basic viewers, and I get it. It's an art installment. And so it's played out for you, which is very, which I want to live in that world. And, and part, so just know I'm an oddball. So part of what I enjoy about watching your vision is watching, watching the nuances. Part of it was like Iceland revealing the points they were going to give to Australia, the slowest stripper in the world. Oh my what, God. So part of it's that thing. Part of it's the fun things like in seeing that Australia gave all their points to Belgium. Um, Belgium's reaction Camberly definitely had a reaction to that she's like wow he's really happy and, and you he were he was well no to me what was actually the funniest was that Australia had never expected to get any 12 points oh, from yeah. any country and they were eating sandwiches and so then they laughed and then when they got their televotes which was only 21 points I think basically they just laughed are, they yeah. guffawed like it was hysterical like they weren't upset some people get upset France which is but it was hysterical. They busted up laughing. And I, I appreciate that. They had a sense of humor about it, knowing they weren't everybody's cup of tea. And I, I applaud Australia because I didn't care for the song, but I loved what the band was doing, how real they were, how approachable they were, eating sandwiches because they didn't expect 12 points and then laughing. <laughs> At getting 21, tell us. He was mid. He was mid. He was like, oh, we won't get it from them. He's, and that wasn't even Iceland. They got That was another 12 yep, points. So they got more did. than... So what I will say, and this is part I'm going to reference, is I found it interesting looking at those semifinals. Australia was the one who actually got the most points mm -hmm. over Austria yeah. in semifinal two, and we expected it to be Austria, but it was actually Australia. Yeah. That was when the points were revealed. That being said, the jury in the grand final actually helped Australia and Estonia mm -hmm. in their points and, and their gains more than anyone else. Yeah. And the jury actually had hurt Norway and Ukraine in in their jury voting as sure. much. Um, so it was just interesting to see Australia, and that's part of my brain trying to understand how Australia. Somebody who did really well in a semifinal yeah. when there was no jury yeah. can go then into a final and get only 21 points. And I think part of it is because the big the five are. The were also in the first. And semifinal one. Semifinal. So when you people have their favorites, it just mixes it up the pot a bit. And sure. also, you had none of the big five plus the host in either semifinal. Sure. So that can affect voting. Um, the other thing I enjoyed seeing was the reactions of people. I feel like this time when they were doing the televotes, they didn't pan in close enough in years past like we had nobody I will say with zero points mm -hmm. like in the past UK was yeah. notorious for getting double zero zero from both the jury and that but they would pan in and see reactions they didn't necessarily do that so much with the televotes and pan and see people's reactions however I did need to acknowledge um, Lithuania because when she got her 46 points in the televote she was so surprised she was very she, excited she was like shocked I'm like girl you got this you have a nice voice your song isn't the worst what's going on why are you so surprised be I confident don't, I, I don't think she expected to make it as far as she did and so then she had 46 points and then see France and her reaction to getting 50 points um, who mm -hmm. I would argue felt maybe she should have been gotten more from the televote. And that was just very interesting to see how essentially it's only a matter of four points. And see the disparity between the way two different, uh, Monica Linkite, I think that's who pronounced her name, and Lazara, see how those two people uh, reacted differently well, to basically the same points. France usually tends to do really well, and I don't think they expect to do this poorly. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, the, um, Eurovisionworld.com thought they'd be in the top five on May 1st. Yeah, they, thought they thought Spain would be too, but honestly, yeah. <laughs> I feel that 
this song wasn't vocally that amazing. The 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 sound was off again. I think that was a stadium thing. The visuals. It was here. This I think France fell to a victim of sometimes less is more. Like think about Barbara Pravi. The song's a lot more dramatic and chanteuse, but. When she did it, it was just glorious. It was just a close and pan of her just selling the song. It was so simple. The staging was so ridiculously simple. This, but I felt the song was better. But it, it's just, I think she went too much. She was going for something too big where it's not needed. And it just went too far. And it just wasn't that interesting of a song in the end. Doesn't mean she needed to flip off Europe. As she did. <laughs> she flipped off Europe, which I, I I didn't believe it at first. You saw it. I went, no, she wouldn't. Well, and I, I believe that like people who were, I was watching with, including Camberley, were like, no, 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 she no, wouldn't do that. I'm like, nobody would I'm do that. I'm pretty sure she just flipped her hand in a certain direction to flip the bird at me. Like, I feel like I know what the bird flipping looks like. Well, I'm a fan of it. I mean, I'm an expert. And I just didn't, and you didn't believe spot it. it. I couldn't believe it. And then I went online and looked, and sure enough, she was waving the one finger flag. I was like, wow, that that's a choice. I mean, hey. Part of the joys of Eurovision when you see things you don't expect. People get emotional, you know. Do you have somebody that you would consider to be your big winner for the night? The one that surprised you in a way they performed better than you expected them to? It's not even a big winner. I think for me, because looking at the big five, because there were so many shakeups, I do want to say something that was interesting. I did not care for Ukraine's song. Mm -hmm. But I will say, as far as staging goes, Serbia is my favorite. But... Ukraine's was very cool. I felt like he was extremely nervous. Mm-hmm. I, I could feel his nerves, and I wanted to hug him. I thought Italy was nervous too. You saw that mic oh shaking God, his, his hand mic at the end, was shaking, and then he collapsed. But I hate. I know some Italians; they're pretty dramatic, and so. Oh. And I, I kind of laughed. I went, "That's the most Italian thing I've ever seen." But oh, um, wow. no, not in a bad way. They just tend to wear their heart on a sleeve and be very um, emotional. Kind of like Americans could be very happy and outgoing. People will say around the world, Italians could be very outward with their emotions. Nothing wrong with it. So, you know, but I did enjoy that. But I think um, I wanted to hug Ukraine a little bit because he could tell he was nervous with his vocals because it's scary. It's the largest stage in Europe. But those visuals were so cool on the screen. I was like, this is one of the coolest numbers as far as visuals go. That was really cool. So shout out to Ukraine on that because it was a number I was like, but I just, I thought it was really, really good. My pleasant surprise I'm I'm torn a little bit between two, but Lithuania, I was pleasantly surprised by. She did. She ended up eleventh. Uh, I yeah. did not expect her to do that well. She genuinely seemed, seemed surprised by the the televote. Um, I, I I liked her from the beginning. I had put her in my top five yeah. originally, and I I didn't necessarily expect her to see that well because I don't know that the song was that much razzle dazzle and showy. Um, I liked her vocals and I liked the message behind it. One of the questions yeah. I was asked is, "What does the the chant, the shupto, a tumo, mean? What does that mean?" And so it, it's meaningful and basically being guided by your heart or, or listening to your own heart and your own self. Um, I just like the message of it. So I actually. Um, was pleasantly surprised. It was so well received. I did not expect that. I actually thought it would be in the bottom like five or ten, just too. because I didn't expect it to be received to the level it was. I was also impressed by um, Estonia and how well that one was received. I, I thought that one would be straight to the bottom too. I liked that one from the beginning. I think it was in like my top seven. I liked that one a lot, and I think she did such a great job. Such a beautiful voice. Nice little song. I was really happy for her. Yeah. She never like she never faltered in any of her performances. She's, She's pretty consistent. Just consistent and wonderful. I will say I give a shout out to Portugal only because I it was going to be hard for her. I just knew it, and then she got to such a poor placement. I hard for her because of the song. You mean? 
just yeah, the style oh. of it and where she kept being placed. Honestly, I don't like the song, but she <laughs> is one of the most charismatic performers out there. I was just like, girl. Every time I watched her, I was just like, she has so much charisma. Big winner in my view, just because she's just gorgeous and just phenomenal, and her voice never faltered. Wonderful. But big shout out to Finland's dancers. Oh yes, I love them from the beginning. <laughs> they they've even got better as time went on. I think because they were riding off of the wave of the popular vote, that <laughs> they just were getting more and more excited. And last night it was even more like, come on. And I will say, I feel like they're changing it up a bit because when they went on the catwalk and then they retreat from the catwalk, there was this weird little like I'm going to call it an oompa loop dance, but I don't know that it's an oompa loop dance. Yeah. The way they retreated, their, the way the figure or the shape their bodies formed, hilarious. And then I liked how Korea even mixed up his game because I noticed at one point, I want to say it was the second verse, he got on this block in center stage and did what I'm going to call slow yoga. So I don't know if he had the power of the unicorn in him. But apparently he knows slow yoga or yeah, I'm going to call it slow yoga because that was a full on slow yoga pose. So yeah, he he didn't do a downward dog like um, like uh, no Akira Israel. Yeah, yeah. She I realized it was a complete downward dog and then like a sideward crow. Nice. Um, He didn't do that. But I'm glad to see it was the theme of this year. Yes. So um, you had said your hug of the night then would go to... Uh, Ukraine. He was shaking. Yeah. So you, could, you could tell he was very thrown off and nervous and it happens. I and mean, you just want people to succeed. You know, even if you don't like the song, you want to be comfortable and see the performer feel comfortable. And it was a lot for him. And um, big shout out because I really like the staging and I, I just wanted to hug him. I guess my hug of the night would probably go to Spain. And the reason why yeah. is because, and, and given, uh, we had both talked about Estonia. Estonia, I originally ranked 11th, and Spain, I originally ranked 10th. Mm-hmm. So I liked both songs, but I feel as though Spain really, really got the brunt yes. of, of uh, which I don't necessarily get, because I don't think it's necessarily a bad song, and I don't think her vocal technique is bad at all. Her voice is amazing. Um, I didn't think her performance is that bad at all, and some people have hypothesized that being part of the big five plus a host country, you get less stage time, so you don't really get the hype behind you. I, I don't know how much having more stage time, given previous years with Sam Ryder and how well he did last year. I don't know how much yeah, that's Spain a factor. Last year, and, yeah. and I don't know how much that would have affected her performance. I just, I, I would want to give her a big hug because, I mean, I appreciate her art. Yeah. I appreciate her, her talent and the work she's clearly put into crafting this piece. Oh. And I guess my concern was, in long run, countries will look at something like that yes. and be like, oh, we did something culturally specific to our country and we did something that, that was truly us. Um, yeah, Portugal, I almost want to say. on. And that's yeah. exactly same thing with Portugal. That's very much regional, and they wanted to bring something that is their country. That's such a good point. And who's going to do that now? Everybody's going to come in doing bad dance breaks, even if they can't dance. Slow mo, yeah. Or they're going to be um, doing like pop stuff, like the Sweden stuff, that basically is lifeless and soulless. And I don't want that. I prefer the phrase formulaic, but okay. <laughs> yes. But formulaic no, I agree with you. can be yeah. very much a letdown. It can be heartless. It doesn't have. It doesn't inspire passion. It doesn't, and that's just it. Whether you like Spain or not, I know it was really polarizing. This is going to, like, stop people from Ukraine bringing somebody, like, go away. It worked for them. But, like, the future is, like, is it really worth it? So are they going to just bring more of what they brought this year, which is a little bit bland? I I think it depends. You know, I just, I like the diversity that countries bring their own flavor. And I would hate to see that die out because... They didn't do that well this year. And that's actually something that I would say, well, first of all, with Finland, I would argue 
his entry was very Finnish oh, okay. in that it represented not only their musical genres but also sure. their language so that I would uh, uh, adhere to but I also would say that's part of what makes Eurovision so uh, wonderful is because you have things like the American Song Contest that they look at the homogeneous aspect yes. of the the American Song Contest and how we're not as diverse as Europe is culturally or as far but as language we, but goes. we are. And the thing is, it was just people were doing formulaic things here because that's what they do in the U.S. If you you could have brought Cherokee musicians from Arizona, did they do that? No. Did they bring Creole music from Louisiana? No, they didn't. There was a way to do it in the U.S. It's just easier to bring in something that's bland that people go, "Oh, I can sing this. This is a bop," and that's the problem. Well, and I think that's part of the reason why the American Song contest wasn't as um, necessarily popular or interesting to people because we also in America are inundated with competition talent contests. Whereas I think Eurovision does this well and that's why I wanted to give Spain my hug because I I felt as though the televote was not necessarily as kind to her and as indicative or representative of what she put forth. I, I don't know that I feel she got back what she put out there. Because I feel she did put out a lot for she us. She did. And so. she was so consistent. And it was such a beautiful piece. I guess one of the other things that I'd just like to bring up briefly is... I mean, it was wonderful that Liverpool... Um, Hosted. You know, hosted. Because so, that's a lot of money. It's expensive to do that. And I applaud them. The only thing I was a little bit disappointed... They get some money back. Was, <laughs> of course they do. But one of the things that I was disappointed about was that I didn't feel like it was very Ukraine. A lot of the time. I felt like it was a very British show. And maybe that was another reason why it was a little bit off, was that it was very British. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I like the British sense of humor. But they weren't the winner. But they weren't the winner. And I just felt like, I wish like some of the people presenting had been Ukrainian. They could have brought some people. I know one of Well, the higher proportion of Ukrainian representation. Yeah, and even just more of the colors of the flag in the stadium. I just felt like they did bring in past... Like contestants oh. when Goa was there, I was like, yeah. Ah. I was then, surprised she didn't spill her drink. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, yay! And they have better music than that too. Not better, but just as, like listen to their catalog. It's amazing. Um, but it's just that was cool. But I wanted a little bit more of that because I did feel at time it was very British. But how is it? I understand. Also, it's a balance. Like you're hosting it, so you and should you're get in something Britain, out of it which is your culture. So you can't completely wipe out your culture to just but I just feel like it, it just was a little bit sad to me in a way because I didn't feel the Ukrainian pride or did uh, you feel there was more of that in the grand final than it was in the either semifinal because I felt the grand final with the opening sequence Kalush Orchestra and Go Away I felt they yeah. they made a stronger effort they did to pay homage to Ukraine sure but I don't know the semifinals I agree with you more like yeah. it did feel more British, I wish there was a little bit more like with the Andre acts and things, a little bit more of um, bringing in. Or like even Sam Ryder did a whole song, like his own new song, which was great. He's an amazing performer, but I'm like, uh, they, you guys didn't win. And Timur was the um, I, I'm forgetting the the one from Ukraine who is actually one of the broadcasters. Or yeah. Not. Why Why wasn't he potentially a host? Exactly. I, I don't. Exactly. I know he did a lot of yeah. the like. Uh, PR during the Eurovision week sure. as far as the, the acts coming into sure, Great Britain sure. and Liverpool and basically um, presenting themselves. But I felt like he could... I, I hear you. Yeah. I, I don't and know why they're just being nitpicky because Britain like, did a solid and so we appreciate that and, and, and Liverpool's an amazing city and, and, and we love the UK. You just wanted to celebrate more of the previous year's I winner. I did. It just felt like a little bit like, oh, the Brits won. Because <laughs> you're Sam Ryder and I love They Sam were Ryder. the runner-up. They came they close. Were, and, and it was a big year 
and unfortunately UK has gone back to its rightful place. Some people will I wouldn't call it rightful. <laughs> I wouldn't say but... rightful because I, I kind of feel badly for her too. Yes. It was a good song. So, you know. And presentation or not, it, it's a song contest. It was a good song and that wasn't the worst presentation. She's improved. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Well, you, uh, next year we will we will see host country. I feel there will be a lot of Swedish influence. I oh, anticipate sure seeing ABBA. Fingers crossed. Yeah, um, it'll just, sure be an opera fest. I, I feel they'll be performing. I, I can't. I don't I know don't anything. Think so you don't think so? See, They're I do. They're near eighty. No way. They're, um, one of them is under seventy-five. Don't round up I her age. I get that, but even then, your vocals start to go. They're not going to be able to sing like they can, move like they could. I don't know. They may show up Move? There. I don't need them to dance. I have backup dancers. That's what they're for. No, but I'm saying they may have them like come on stage and accept an award or something. I don't Oh, well, I want them gonna... to sing. The I reason why is I saw Frankie Valley perform, and let's just say he was not young when I saw him perform. I'm sorry. And, and he worked, what he worked is, for the higher notes on some of the songs, he had younger singers work it out for him, and then he had backup dancers, but then the songs that were within his range and that he could do, like, he still knew, like, the backup I don't know anything about Frankie. Yeah. It's better that way. Uh, it's just not my... But I, I, I trust Sweden will not the be... The only reason I know Frankie Valley exists was because of that horrible show. You mean Jersey Boys, don't yeah, you? that's the only reason I know that man And exists. you just called it horrible, I guess. Oh, well, I'm sorry. We'll be reviewing that this season. I'm sorry for all these people. Like, I love Jersey Boys. It was very popular. It's just it not was. my type of music. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. It's, I'm trying to be positive, but I just that music is grating to me. I don't want to hear dudes in falsettos. It's like that. Oh. not my cup of tea either. I oh. literally saw it twice, and truth be told, I did not choose it either time. <laughs> I didn't even choose to be at the Frankie Valley concert, let me tell you that. I <laughs> What I did for love. <laughs> On that note, we will be seeing you next year, hopefully, hopefully, as we gear up toward Eurovision yes, Song Contest 2024. God and we, will be here. And, right? and ABBA will, and we'll be in Sweden. And truth be told, I don't, I don't want anyone to take it as I'm promising ABBA will be there. I'm just speculating because it is their 50th anniversary, so yeah, I have a feeling they'll be there. Feeling. But if everything happens for a reason, and if Sweden like, like wants to capitalize on this win, they will produce yeah, trust me they wanted to capitalize on they, this win for months they will knowing this was coming up so yeah cha 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 on that note live your life as an exclamation not an explanation